Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day three of Let's Get Physical. We kicked it off Monday with skin, nails, and hair. Yesterday got specific about the immune system. And today, we're taking it to the heart. The heart is probably the very first organ that we learn about as children. We hear early on that it's the source of our emotions, like love and sadness. It's where we place our hands for the national anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance. And that double-humped symmetrical red cartoon is plastered everywhere during Valentine's Day. Then, as adults, it becomes a source of fear, heart disease being the leading cause of death for the last 90 years or so, with stroke and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease right behind it. Let's start where most left off. Let's get to know the structure of the heart itself. So, the heart is found at the center of our chest. It's about the size of our fists. It's underneath our sternum in a space called the thoracic compartment. The heart itself is comprised of four chambers and several valves that regulate the flow of blood throughout our bodies. The two chambers located at the top of the heart are called the atria, the left atrium and the right atrium. The left atrium receives oxygen-rich blood and the right receives oxygen-free blood. The valves between these chambers are called the atrioventricular valves. The tricuspid valve is on the left and the mitral valve is on the right. The other two chambers on the lower half of the heart are known as the ventricles, the left ventricle and the right ventricle. They pump oxygen-enriched blood into the body's organs and cells. Similar to the atria, the ventricle chambers are also separated by valves. These are called the semilunar valves. These are comprised of the pulmonary and aortic valves. The wall of the heart is three-layered. The outer layer, the epicardium, is thin. The middle layer, the myocardium, is thick, made up of cardiac muscle fibers. In the innermost layer, the endocardium, is another thin layer. Two types of blood vessels, veins and arteries, distribute blood throughout the body and back to the heart. The vessels that bring oxygen-free blood back into the heart are called veins. Those that bring oxygen-rich blood away from the heart and to other body parts are called arteries. From the left ventricle, the largest artery is called the aorta. It further splits into two smaller arteries called common iliac arteries. When oxygen-free blood enters the right atrium, it goes into the right ventricle, enters the lung for oxygen refill and the release of carbon dioxide, and then transfers it into the left chambers, ready for redistribution. About 5.6 liters of blood circulates the body, and three cardiac cycles are completed per minute. Initially, we measure blood pressure by examining the systole, which is the short period that occurs when the tricuspid and mitral valves close, and the diastole, which is a relatively long period when the aortic and pulmonary valves close. We can also examine pulse rates, beats per minute. The average adult's normal heart rate is at 72 beats per minute, while children normally yield higher heart rates. Our heartbeat is a manifestation of the heart's oxygen reloading process. Abnormal blood pressure, or beats per minute, are the earliest signs of a heart-related illness. The four primary threats to our heart are arrhythmias, which is bad wiring, coronary artery disease, which is basically clogged plumbing, valve disease, which is faulty mechanics, and heart failure, which is a weak pump. In some cases, genetics are to blame. 
There are implantable devices like pacemakers and defibrillators that can help in these kinds of situations. There's also medication and various procedures, but what we want to focus on today is what's preventable, and that's the vast majority of cases. We're talking high cholesterol, obesity, smoking, lethargy, and unhealthy eating habits. This is the stuff that causes plaque in our arteries. When plaque completely clogs the coronary arteries, or they can't deliver enough oxygen or fuel to the heart, a heart attack happens. When our heart has to work overtime to pump blood through those clogged arteries, it's strained and gets weak over time. The solution is the very same stuff we talk about nearly every week on Grateful Grains. It's eating healthy, getting active daily, it's maintaining a healthy weight, it's managing stress, it's quitting smoking and avoiding secondhand smoke at all costs, it's only drinking in moderation if you must drink. All sustained physical effort will aid in your cardiovascular health, and that includes lifting weights, so long as you're not taking long breaks between sets and exercises. You've got to keep that flow moving. You've got to keep that heart rate up. Long walks with a brisk pace, walking 10,000 steps a day, walking on an incline on the treadmill, using the stair stepper, swimming laps, spinning on a spin bike, even vigorous yoga. We're causing blood to flow. We're flushing plaque. We're strengthening our heart. We're keeping that extra weight off, which causes long-term strain on our heart. As for food, we're spending all week next week discussing healthy diet. But quickly, we're looking for foods that are rich in omega-3 fatty acids, fiber, monounsaturated fats, lycopene, vitamin K, which helps protect our arteries, antioxidants, which help protect against oxidative stress, potassium and magnesium. We're drinking plenty of water. And as always, we're avoiding bad fats. We're cutting refined carbohydrates, fried foods, and added sugars. We have to close today by suggesting that you pay close attention to how you're feeling. If you're experiencing chest pains, shortness of breath, swelling, fatigue, consistently irregular heartbeats, or cramps in your chest, see a doctor. If you're working your way out of a lifetime of bad decisions, if you're turning over a new leaf with health, we couldn't be more proud and happy for you. Those changes won't happen overnight. Now is a fantastic time to get very familiar with exactly where you're at, what you can expect of your body, and what challenges might be waiting in the shadows. The sooner we shine a light on them, the better chance we have of fending them off before they become a real danger. Remember, if you'd like to continue the conversation, we welcome you to reach out through Instagram at Good Rising. So you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Come back again tomorrow for day four of our week. Let's get physical. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash Good Risings, ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 